Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD Guy here. Today's title is Why Therapy May Not Be Working. I have an article I want to share that I'll be posting to my Twitter account for you to read. The Twitter account is the Complex PTSD Guy. I will start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or a psychologist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD who's sharing his own experiences. So I've been in a little bit of a rut lately, and I finally found a really great article that seemed to help me see things a little bit differently. It may help you too. I also want to share a TV show that strangely reminds me a lot of my own upbringing. It's very eerie. Um, It's my new binge show. There's an article by a woman named Annie. She's a life coach, and she's a certified MBTI practitioner and a mentor for stressed-out introverts and highly sensitive people. Her article is the one I put on my Twitter. She says she used to be an introvert herself. Her article is online and is under the heading, Solutions to All Your Problems, Why Talk Therapy Didn't Cure My Depression and What Finally Did. I will read some key points from this article. She says that she's an introvert, so her being in front of another person, a therapist, and answering immediate questions to the therapist, that did not work for her. She was too focused on what the therapist was doing or how they might respond, or it just wasn't enough time for her to think about the questions the therapist was asking. She says that written correspondence, writing out what you think, would have worked better for her and that actually works better for me as I do this podcast I always write out what I'm going to talk about before I put it on my podcast and writing has always helped me I've had a pen pal for over 20 years and it's very um, very helpful pen pal is one thing I would highly recommend to anybody who maybe feels stuck or depressed um, she says that whenever she was in therapy It kept her stuck in the past because you're constantly talking about the past with your therapist. And she said that is not good for her and she doesn't think it's good for introverts. She says she's a future-oriented person and it just doesn't help her to focus on the past. She said she didn't need help learning how to love her current life. She needed help learning how to change her life. She said that sympathy and prescriptions for medication that was not the solution for her that's not the solution for me either she said what she was needing to learn was that she felt hopeless because she had no clue what to do about her problems and she was too young at the time and too short on life experience and self-confidence to even know that she had other options for her own life she didn't know she could actually change her life and follow a different path Those were key things she needed to know, and she just didn't know it. And she didn't need help learning how to love her current life, as I already mentioned, which, by the way, that is a huge thing that I focus on, and it goes nowhere. Trying to just love my current life usually goes nowhere. Um, She needed help learning how to change her life, like I've said. Um, So some of her key realizations... She said that the good life template is not for everybody. She also said it's okay if you need different things to be happy than most other people. So what makes some people happy isn't going to make you happy. You have to find out what it is that makes you happy. She also says if you have lost your will to live, just create another life worth living. 
She also says you can change, C-A-N, you can change, and maybe a life coach or some form of outside assistance can help get you there. This reminds me a little bit of when I did my personal training with my personal trainer, my weightlifting. I needed some outside assistance to teach me how to do it the right way, and now I have my own equipment at home and I do it two or three times a week, and it really is a huge positive step where I I made a change in my life and it's something I can use forever. So that was mostly what I wanted to share about that article. I just found it to be extremely helpful and relatable. The other thing I wanted to mention, um, just in my own personal life, so I, I recently came across a TV show that I always used to hear about. It's a very popular show back in its heyday. Um, it was on about 20 years ago. I never had HBO, so I never watched it. And really, I think I would have been too young at the time to grasp the concept. Um, but the family dynamics are mostly why I, I like this show. I'm not into the, the violence and all that. Um, but the family dynamics are incredibly like my own upbringing. It's almost as if someone wrote a show about my family, particularly the mother, excuse me, the father and his mother on the show. I saw this a lot in my immediate family, and the son that is on the TV show, in the last two seasons of the show, it's almost like I'm watching myself when I watch the son. So the TV show is The Sopranos. I don't normally like to mention my immediate family, but I just have to say, the show is so relatable. The father is just like my dad. And his mother, Tony Soprano's mother, was just like my my father's mother. Um, outside of the violent criminal activity that didn't occur in my upbringing, um, it's just an unbelievable, well-written show. And even the son, AJ, he goes into the mental hospital just like I did. And his parents and sister are with him just like mine were when I went into the hospital. AJ also tries to drown himself, which I've mentioned on here, I've done that twice. Um, His depression is very well written, and he's so focused on his depression when he's older. It was very insightful to me to watch, and this was mostly kind of in the last season. Um, But he's so focused on his depression, he can't get out of his own head. And that is totally what depression is. You can't get your head out of it. And by the way, I don't understand the confusion with the final scene of the last episode. This is the scene that everybody talked about because it ends abruptly, but it makes like total sense to me the way it was done. As soon as I watched it, I was like, that makes perfect sense because the parents and AJ are sitting at the table in the the diner, and that's kind of a metaphor for how they always were at home. They're always together. AJ's always with them. Um, It's the parents and AJ. Whereas the daughter, Meadow, was always good at being independent, so she's outside the restaurant. She doesn't go into the restaurant. Um, She's never shown inside of it. You hear the door open, but you don't see her go in. So it's all a metaphor for how the show always was. AJ is sort of oblivious to things like his parents are, so that's why he's with them. That's how I am, too. In my immediate family, I'm like always with my my mom and dad, except for when I didn't talk to them for a few years, but I'm the one who's always, like, there, 
and my sister, she was independent a long time ago. Um, but my favorite character on the show is Tony Soprano's mother, Livia. That is a well-written character, and apparently the creator of the show, it, it was his based on his mother. And I totally believe that, because you can't just write a character, you have to know someone like that. Um, anyway, that is all I want to share for today. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.